Welcome to the podcast, Restore Yourself, Restore Your Marriage, where it's all about discovering the thoughts that get you in the mood, the thoughts that get you out of the mood, and how creating a deeper connection with yourself creates a deeper connection with your spouse. I'm your coach, Shelly Anderson, coaching you through life, love, and intimacy. Episode number 156, not very interested in sex. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Does this ever happen to us? Do we ever feel like we are not interested in sex? Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining me for today's episode. So, yes, we are going to talk about this when we just feel like we don't have, you know, too much interest in the sexual aspect of our relationship. So let's talk about this for a second. Sometimes when I get clients that come to me, this is something that comes up. They're like, well, my husband is very interested in sex. And sometimes they think that's the only thing that their husband is interested in. But when it comes to themselves, they think and they express to me that they are just not very interested in sex or any aspect of it. Now, this is something I can relate to because I also kind of felt this way maybe about the second or third year of my own marriage. So I totally get this right? I loved being married. I loved so many aspects of marriage. I loved the idea of starting a family and finishing school and careers and where we were going to live. All that stuff I found very interesting. But as some of the challenges of intimacy arose in myself in the marriage, I started to have that thought like, hmm, know if I'm really into this. I don't know if I'm that interested in it at all. And what ended up happening for me is that when I had thoughts like that, I would have negative emotions that accompanied it, usually some type of anger, right? Like I was angry at the concept of sex and started to even question why it existed besides repopulating the earth and keeping the human species alive. And because I was starting to be upset and angry about sex, I didn't enjoy it. I did to a certain degree, but the emotional side of me was still angry about it. And so I didn't have a high desire to return for more. In fact, my desire was quite the opposite of that. It was more on the low side or the resisting side. And so when we don't really have interest in sex, our desire for it is also going to be low. This obviously creates a negative cycle if we don't do anything about it. Now, part of the trap of all this is that what we end up doing is falling into the trap of all or nothing thinking. We view our husband as only thinking about sex and we view ourselves as hardly thinking about sex, right? So it's 
polar opposites when in reality, we probably are thinking about sex. It's just that we are having negative thoughts about it while our husband may be having positive and wonderful thoughts about it. And we also will end up horribleizing our spouse if they view sex and intimacy in an opposite way from ourselves. We end up making them kind of like, well, look at this animal that I'm married to, right? Like he's all he can do is want to have sex. Like that's so animalistic. And look at me. I have everything under control. I've got that part of me very much dialed in as far as like not becoming a sex animal. And so sometimes we can put ourselves in a one up position and feel kind of self-righteous. So we're doing a disservice to ourselves and also our spouse. And when we do that, we really limit the way we think about sex and about intimacy. It becomes very narrow and limited. And when we limit ourselves in this way, we are missing out on all of the other wonderful aspects of sex and intimacy that we may have never even learned about or thought about or considered. It just becomes very limited. And so we don't really want to do that. We want to kind of change things up. So what do we do? Now, the interesting thing is that our own interest about sex and about intimacy, it takes place in our mind. Our interest takes place in our mind. And so we will really need to choose to think new thoughts about sex on purpose. So obviously, this does take place in our mind, and we're going to have to put just a little bit of effort into it. Because let's remember what the brain does. The brain likes to conserve energy, and it likes to be efficient. And so it wants to deliver thoughts to us that are comfortable, recognizable, and take the path of least resistance. And so if we're used to thinking negative thoughts about sex, our brain is going to continue to deliver those negative thoughts about sex anytime the circumstance comes up where we're faced with, am I going to have sex or not? And so it is going to take a little bit of effort on our part to decide on some new thoughts to think about it or ask ourselves some powerful questions about sex so that we have that intervention with ourselves and say, oh, I've got to interrupt this negative cycle that's happening on autopilot in my brain with these negative sex thoughts. And so that is something that we can totally do. Now, for me, in that second or third year of marriage, this was long before life coaching, but I remember actually saying to myself this thought, I don't want to be mad about sex my entire marriage. Because I remember seeing so many couples, even, you know, 20 years ago, as a newlywed, that were mad about sex. And it was mainly the wife. And she had a lot of negative thoughts about it, a lot of negative feelings about it. 
And this was well into their marriage, right? It wasn't just in the beginning. This was like maybe 20 years into the marriage, 30 years. And I just remember thinking, I don't want that to be me. I want to think about sex differently and I want to feel about sex differently. And I want to think and feel positive about it. I actually wanted to have good feelings and positive emotions about sex for my marriage and for my life. I wanted that for myself. So I had to dig a little deeper at that point and say, like, what is my personal relationship with the concept of sex? And outside of my husband's enjoyment of it, like, what is happening for me on a personal level with this concept? And have I dug a little deeper? Have I done the work that I need to? Have I challenged my past negative experiences and made sure that those were taken care of? Because I'm an adult now and I'm in a mature relationship and a marriage that involves sex. And so if I haven't done those things, now is the time to do it. And so I started to really challenge my personal relationship with sex. And I knew that I wanted to think about it in a positive way. And I wanted to expand how I was thinking about it. I knew that the way I was viewing it was just very narrow. It was very limited. And so that's something that we can do now. It doesn't require anybody else. This is something we can do for ourselves so that we are the ones that feel better about it. And so we can always do that by expanding the way that we think about it and allowing ourselves to be open to the other aspects of sex and intimacy and not just stay focused on one or two negative thoughts about it. Okay, so what what do we need to discover about this? So let's just take a minute to talk about a few of the definitions of the word interest. Because this is usually what we say, or my clients will say, is that they just don't have any interest in sex. So what is interest? It's a state of wanting to know or learn about something or someone. So it's just having this desire for more knowledge of discovery about sex in and of itself, or about how it affects us as a person. It's exciting the curiosity of someone, including ourselves, right? It's saying like, I need to be a little more curious about this. I need to explore a little bit more. I need to understand myself on a deeper level. When we have genuine curiosity, that changes so many things for us in a positive way. It's the quality in a person or a thing that actually stirs up our curiosity. So if we think about our husband and our spouse, we can say, you know, what are the qualities that attracted me to my spouse in the first place, right? It's having that continued curiosity about those those qualities. Interest also means taking a moment to think about the benefits of 
how something would affect your life in the positive. Sometimes we don't do this. Women especially don't do this. We we don't take the time to do this. I think men could do this all day. They could easily list the benefits. But if someone were to ask us what the benefits were, we might barely come up with one or two and maybe kids would be at the top as being able to have them. And the word interest can also be defined as the right, the title, or the legal share in something. The sexual experience is something that we share with our spouse. It's a shared activity. It's a shared experience and a shared responsibility. And so I wonder if we have taken the time to think about our share of it. Because if we haven't, then we're probably sitting on the defense and the reactive side of that aspect of our relationship. And then it's also special attention to someone or something that is accompanied by a feeling. So the definitions of the word interest can really expand how we are starting to think about our personal interest in sex. So what do we do with these definitions and how do we apply these definitions so that it can have a more positive effect in our lives and in our marriage? So let's ask ourselves a few powerful questions. And I just want to put out this that reminder that asking ourselves powerful questions is a form of critical thinking. This is using logic. This is way better than throwing ourselves a pity party and saying like, why is this happening to me? Because when we ask ourselves that, it just leads to more negativity. And so we don't want to just ask ourselves any question. We want to ask the right questions. And this is so valuable and so important. So we're going to talk about three. Question number one. What qualities in my spouse do I not yet understand? Right? This leads us to have a genuine curiosity about about them. So I remember one time I decided to ask myself this question about my husband. And I got super specific and I was like, okay, let's, I wonder what I don't know about his bedtime routine. Have I ever paid attention to that? And of course the answer was no. So I decided to be curious about it. And I just sat back and observed him one night and the things I discovered were just fascinating. I was like, I didn't know he did that. I didn't know he did this. And this just really intrigues me because I just never paid attention. And I found some of the things that he did just funny and cute and attractive. And they have brought a lot of like laughter and connection to us just by me asking this powerful question. And so as we seek to develop this deeper understanding of some aspect of our spouse, our interest in them increases. And this is at the heart of our desire to be closer to them in a physical and sexual way is developing this interest in them. And you know what? Because I did this, it was something fun to do. It was so 
fun to discover something new about my husband. And I did this probably in our 18th year of marriage. You would think that I probably knew all this by that time, but I didn't. And so it really increased my interest in him and which led to my desire to be closer to him on a sexual level because it was genuine, genuinely fun and fascinating. It was a great experience. So we can do that. The second question, what is one benefit of sex that I want to experience for myself? A lot of times we can think about the benefits for our, our spouse or our husband because we have heard them talk about the benefits and we can often see and observe the benefits that they are experiencing and enjoying, but we've never taken it to a personal level. So we can seek to develop our own reason and our own benefit that will bring something about for ourselves. And it can even be vaginal health right? Have we ever thought about like, hey, it would be really good for me to have sex with my husband because this is going to keep that part of my body healthy. And I want to do that for myself, for my own health. So being able to really pay attention to that benefit or multiple benefits and to be curious about what those benefits could be that changes our interest, which will change our desire to be intimate and to have sex and and to do it without negative feelings behind it, without that anger. Question number three, if a husband and a wife legally share in the sexual aspect of their marriage and their relationship, what is it that you are longing to experience and share with your spouse that's been missing. A lot of times for the women, this is like a deeper emotional connection. But as we think about it, then we can be the ones to seek after and create a special moment with our spouse before the lovemaking session or during it or after so that we can create an opportunity for this one thing to actually take place. And we're going to be so happy about that because we're like, this is what I've been wanting to have happen. I'm going after, I'm seeking it, and now I'm making it happen. And when we do that for ourselves, man, do we feel amazing about that. We are creating the, the effect and the result that we want that whole process can feel so much more amazing and more empowering than sitting back, throwing a pity party and wishing that things were so different and that our spouse would do everything to make all the changes. So in the end, we are going to have much better feelings about the sexual aspect of our marriage when we start to increase our own interest in it for our own benefits and our own reasons. And as we're thinking about this, 
we don't have to only think about the sexual aspect of the relationship. We can think about multiple aspects of sex and of the entire relationship. And as we increase our interest in any aspect, it will totally change how we feel about it. And that is key. So we can't only stay pinpointed on just the sexual aspect of our sexual relationship. We have to expand and say there are multiple contributors to the sexual experience. So we have to really look at all of the contributors to our experience. And the moment we start to take interest in any of the contributors, that is going to be a game changer. So as we do that, we will naturally increase our desire for it, which will make wanting to have sex easier. We'll make it more enjoyable when we are actually having it. Now, if you don't know what any of these other contributors are to the sexual relationship, then please click in the link and the description to this podcast because we are going to put in a link to a freebie that's called 24 Intimacies. And this is going to really help you to increase and expand how you think about sex and look at all the things that contribute to the sexual relationships. It's the 24 Intimacies. And let that really pique your interest. Look at those and say, which ones of these are interesting to me and fascinating to me? And I want to know more about that. And please make sure you do that. It's so fun to look at the 24 intimacies and allow your brain to go down these fun little daydreams about what those might look like in your marriage and in your relationship. So make sure to check that out. Because remember, the more you restore this type of intimacy with yourself, the more you restore it with your spouse. Thank you so much for listening today. And I hope you will join me again next week.